Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Brachos, Daf Mem Dalid in the Ozwater print. I'm going to share a quick ha'ara, an interesting idea, um, and then Nidarai Ashalem Blineder. I'm going to finish talking about some of the important Mefarshim. My goal is still to include historical stuff and Musar Hashkafa, some halachic discussions, of course, Nahalacha Lamaisa, and of course, Hashkafic ideas as well. Um, but Bezer Shem, I want to make sure that we covered some of the main Mefarshim as we're getting to the midpoint of Brachos here in the Ozwater print. So, he used to daven mincha with the redness of a sun, which means right as the sun was setting, he would daven. So he'd have fear of heaven the whole day. Now, and then Rav Yosi even said, I should, I should be rewarded like these people. Because it says, which the Bible uses for different things, to daven ahead of time. But here it's, as a day is starting to be found. Now, here's what's very interesting. First of all, um, the idea is that when you start your day off right, you follow in that path. That's what to think about. You know, sometimes we say, or we'll, our, our kids will say, I'm having a bad day, everything's going to be terrible, and we try to correct them. But there actually is some truth to that, that if you're on a bad foot, um, you know, it, it could be it could be something that carries forth. Tov achris davim erishisom, if you're on a good foot, it follows forward. So I always answer, you know, you're right, we started on a bad foot, but let's try to fix it. There's always chuva, and there's always ways to fix it, and that's also important. But there's a there's definitely an important thing of starting the day off right, which is an important lesson here, that Imamish wanted to start his day off with tefillah, which is the way to connect to Hashem, like we spoke about, by neat tefillah is way to connect to Hashem. But the question is, should you wait that late to Daven Marv? Now, here's what's very interesting, and that is that the Bavli on Daf Chav Tesman Beis, so in Brachos, it says this exact opinion, and it even quotes that, that um, Marava in Eretz Yisrael, um, that they actually condemned this practice and they were not in favor of waiting to the last minute because an emergency might happen and then a person is left without any time to daven mincha and they'll miss mincha. But the problem is that the Yerushalmi never says that. And the Yerushalmi here, or seemingly in most other places, I'm not a bucket in Yerushalmi, but all of them first and bring this problem down, including the Archashulchan, which I'll quote in a second. So um, they they don't say this, that that um, that it's a problem, and, and, and in fact, it's complementing the Yerushalmi. So if you take a look in the Aruch HaShulchan, the Aruch HaShulchan, um, obviously there's a historical part here as well, but let me just start with actually the, the facts. So it's in, it's in Hilchus Tefillah, of um, Mincha and Marv, Simen Reish Lamed Gimel, Sif Katen Ches, he says, um, I want to scream on the Minag that people daven Mincha very late, till right before Shkia, and it's wrong, because the Gemara in Chavtas Mubay says explicitly not to. Ah, you're going to ask me the Yerushalmi Reish Perak Dalad, which is our, our Yerushalmi here. Rabbi Yosef Mechanida was mispalim to Mechama. So he says, first of all, he brings down that Ghost Bamini, there's a Tzarki in there, Ayan Shum. But then he says, no. It's a, the ones, the Lima Zuchus I have is that it's because of Tirdus Aparnasa, they were working the whole day, Hashem Yerachim. So therefore, um, yeah, there is a positive quality there, but but it's not it's not the optimal at all. Now, keep in mind that, that the Archa Shulchan was the one that in his city in Navardic, there was so much Chilil Shabbos that he was misakim, that they were the whole city was Mechabal Shabbos early. And it was the, the joke in Navardic was um, that and he almost left the city because of this, um, because people weren't Mechabal him at first. Um, and this the joke was that in Navardic, they celebrate Shabbos on Friday. Um, so he was extremely mocked about early Zmanim. Um, we know Rechaim Kanievsky also always daven as early as possible. And he was someone that was a Medakic Mitzvah. So as early as he could daven Chakras, that's when he daven Chakras of Asikin. As early as he could daven Mincha, that's, that's when he daven. As early as he could daven Marv, that's what he did. So this is definitely, there's an Indian to start your day off right, but um, this is definitely not something that's recommended by the postgame. And that's important to keep in mind. Uh, it's why, you know, even though we learn a Gemara, we have to be careful to make sure that we understand how Allah Halamaisa. Okay, let's come back to some of the Mepharsha Hayyushami. And again, as things come up, we'll hopefully elaborate more. But, and also very importantly, um, as, you know, other uh, 
interesting historical things come up, we'll do that. But I want to make sure I cover the basic things. So there's a famous mafarish called the Mara Fulda, um, or Tosis Maraf, which is the same thing. It's Elio of Fulda, um, which is a city where he was from. And they were published in Amsterdam in 1710, um, but not in its entirety. And um, the many people call him Hamafarish because he was such, such a popular um, uh, Pirish on Yerushalmi. And he's a Pashtun, and there's, there's a lot there, amazing stuff to learn. The Sede Yoshua is from Yoshua um, Ben Vistin. And he was born in 1590 to 1668, and he was from Constantinople. And if you recognize that last name, uh, Ben Viniste, um, there's a reason for that, because his brother, Rav Chaim Ben Viniste, was actually the author of the Knesset Gadola. So there's a tremendous connection there. The Karbana Eda is probably one of the top three most famous uh, Mepharshia Hayyushalmi. Who am I to say that? But I'm saying everybody knows the Karbana Eda, and everybody knows the name uh, Moshe, so let's talk about them too. Karbana Eda and the Shiari Karban, which is like the um, Eon part, was composed by Rav David Frankel, and he was a Rav in Berlin. And he lived from 1707 to 1762. And um, he covers most of uh, Moed, Nashim, and Nazikim. And um, they were published in around 1743 and later. And of course, the Pnei Moshe is probably one of the most famous Mepharshim of the Yerushalmi. He was a Rebbe of the Graf for a very short amount of time. Ramosha Margulius, he was the Rav of Amsterdam. And um, what's it called? And it was published in 1775. So you can imagine the United States is being founded in one year. The Yavitz was living at that time, etc., and that's that's what was going on. The Bir Hagra is probably one of the most, also one of the top three most famous. And again, we talked about him earlier. So Ayin Sham, but basically, um, the the Rechaim Velazhin confirmed that he was aware of the Talmudim that wrote over the Gra's Pirish on um, on Yerushalmi, and that he could testify that it's accurate. Of course, then later on it creeped in. There are two different Gersos, Ayin Sham. Um, the Ridvaz is a very famous. He's he was a grandfather of um, Rav Chaskel. Abramsky, and he wrote a very famous Pirish called um, the Tosis Arid, based on his name, or Yaakov David uh, Wolowski of Slutsk, and he finished his life in Svat. Um, he was born in 1845 and died in 1914. He had a very, very eclectic life on many, many fronts, and there's a story that's going around from Rav Elimelech Biederman that you might have heard already, but this is the person that basically when he, he almost died, and he was very, very sick, and they looked at his achuyos and they said, let him live. He still has to write a Pirish on Yerushalmi. They said, no, it's not gonna, that's not going to save him. And they said, let him live. He's a rub of the city. He takes care of people. He, look at all the chesed he does, all, all, the almanus and, and the yusom that he supports. They said, that's not enough. And they said, okay, look at his toast of Shabbos. And that he lived by. What's the pshat? So I, I believe that the pshat is that when a person, when you, when you give extra, that's, that's where you show your love for Hashem. That's the ultimate love. It's good to be a Baal Chesed. It's good to learn Yerushalmi. It's good to learn Torah. But the extra that you give, the Tosefes that you give to Hashem, that's where that's the biggest achus that we have. It's the extra that shows that... Um, so that's not what's, I heard sort of Reisman Shlita that the Amachmer Tavolo of Bracha, it's because that shows that you do extra because you love Hashem. And that's and, and that's where we go to that um, to that more extent. And that that's the biggest achus we have. Um, the Toledos Yitzchak and the Sefer Tevuna was um, written by Rav Yitzchak Isaac um, Krishakiskov. He was a Rav of Poltava, and he wrote his Pirish in Moscow in 1965. And it was rescued from communist Russia at great risk by um, Rav Tzvi Harry Bronsteins, that's all. And if you look, you could actually look on YouTube or online, and you could find a video of him presenting his Yerushalmi Pirish that he got out and published to Ramosha Feinstein. Ramosha is very excited about this Pirish. You could look. It's a very, very fascinating um What's it called? Uh, part of history, and he found that the Mahon Mutzal Meish saved from the fire and put out a lot of Mefarshim um, on the Rishami, and it's an amazing Pirish that is good in your library if you're learning or teaching Rishami. Of course, there's the beer of Chaim Kanievsky, which is brilliant and amazing. 
I believe it's just about complete. I, I have access to a set in a shul that I sometimes learn at, and um, it's his, his shatim are simple to the point. There's a famous story with Rechaim Kanievsky that when his father passed away, the stipler, he started giving a shear, and he gave a shear in Yerushalmi Brachos, and from those notes, he, he wrote with Sefer. And then he called off the shear and stopped giving it. He did, he did not want to be a magishir. His father had told him not to be, to be Marvitz Torah through you know answering people's shadows, etc. So they asked him, what's the Why'd you stop? So he said he doesn't have time to prepare anymore. So they said, how much time does it take you to prepare the Yerushalmi shear that you were giving? He said, five minutes. And he didn't have time to be beside her in his head. That's how much he is medoctic. Halvai, I could account for five hours or five days in my life. He, he didn't have five minutes to spare. Um, the Gligoni Ashas is a famous Rav Yosef Angle, 1859 to 1920. Very lumdish and very interesting. Um, I don't quote from him that much. I'm not so familiar with a lot of his works. And then Yefei Naim is a very famous peerage on Bavli by Rav Ari Leiv of Bilsk, who lived in 1820 to 1886. And he's usually published in the back of the Gemara, um, usually after the Mepharshi uh, HaGemara, um, like the Rishash and etc. Um, and he really ties in the Bavlis and Yerushalmis. I mean, he was a Bucky Utsum. And sometimes when you look there, you just you find other Yerushalmis that are on that Bavli. And sometimes I check there if I'm talking about um, a Sigil where there's a contradiction between Bavli and Yerushalmi. There's a lot of interesting Aras. Anyway, which we are Mushva, but only from Harsinai. Let us continue shtiking and growing in our learning. Um, but I hope that paid back my debt to you. Um, and thank you so much for being on this journey with me. And I really appreciate all the feedback, questions, and comments, and um, and your patience with me as well. Because sometimes there are things that there's what for you to argue on, which is exactly the point of this segment, so that you could help teach me and make sure I understand things properly and better. So thank you for being on this journey with me. And Hatzlacha in your learning.